Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show brought to you by gtex.org.uk. My name is Simone Vincenzi and uh, I'm going to be your host and this is the podcast for experts who want to become an authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. And today is a great episode with my good friend, Chris Cebolero. We're going to talk about leadership, millennials, and success. For those of you that don't know, Chris is a multi-number one best-selling author who is a strategic and customer-focused business executive with close to 30 years of experience streamlining operations and positioning business for long-term growth. Uh, He has developed operations, strategic planning, business growth, and staff leadership expertise through progressively uh, more challenging roles and uh, is currently the senior of his own consulting firm focusing on leadership development, employee engagement, organizational process improvement, individual group and executive coaching. Uh, Chris and I have been knowing each other for a number of years, uh, uh, both being members of the Forbes Coaches Council and uh, we decided to do another episode with you. The first one uh, was uh, incredibly well received and we decided to do a round two of um, this interview and uh, it was a few years after, about I think a couple of years now uh, from the previous one and uh, we can see how we both have grown, how we both have changed and in particular how the world around us have changed. So if you're interested in leadership development and in particular uh, the topic of success, for what concerns more as well the millennial generation, uh, this is an incredible, an incredible interview, which I'm sure you're going to love. So having said that, make sure that you subscribe to the show so you don't miss any other episode and uh, also leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Uh, Reviews really help the show, in particular if you have been listening for a while. So that's it from me. Enjoy this uh, new episode on uh, success, millennials and leadership with my good friend Chris Cebolero. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. And today I'm here with my good friend, Chris Cebolero. How are you doing? I am doing amazing. It's always great to talk to you. And uh, we don't talk enough. We don't talk often enough. We have to get back on that connection of kind of, I want to talk to you every day. Let's let's plan on talking every day. Every day, every day. Okay. (laughs) I I need to plan it. I need to plan it in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. So, man, I mean, you're right. We've been uh, been connecting before, like a few years before, and I think it's been like two years ago, probably uh, two or or three, probably two, uh, when we connected the first time. Uh, You've already been on the show, and uh, we did an incredible episode uh, on leadership. Uh, So, I recommend everyone actually to go back after you finish to listen to this interview and go back to the previous episodes on leadership that we did and so what changed from, from since you came last time like what changed for you you know i mean i think it's just still the growth i mean when we think about leadership simone it's it's really i've got to continue to grow as well right so when we think about two or three years since you and i have really mm. kind of worked together i've now needed to develop my next level of education as well so 
you know, so what's, I, I'm taking my business in a different direction. So one of the things that I think happened for, for business leaders or for leaders that are kind of guiding other people is we don't invest in our own professional development. And, you know, if we think about where we were five years ago compared to where we were today, we shouldn't look the same, right? We, yeah. we know that there are different hurdles. We know that there are different speed bumps. We know that there are different uh, um, obstacles in our way. And how do we now take ourselves to the next level? So I think the biggest thing is I've, I've branched out in my uh, leadership acumen. I've started to do a little bit more difference in organizational process improvement and really how to grow the next level uh, or the next generation of leader. So when we start to talk about the millennials now as they're getting into their mid and late 30s, yeah. they're really now becoming the leaders of tomorrow. And how are we really kind of helping them and guiding them along? So I think that's a bit plus I've been following you. It's hard to it's hard to keep up with you, man. I've got to get <laughs> I watch your stuff on social media. I mean, all the great classes you're doing. I got to take a nap in between. I, I'm trying to keep up with Simone all the time. It's, it's making me crazy. Oh, man, yeah, I, I'm, I put out quite a few stuff. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I mean, for you and I, I mean, I'm a fan. Not only am I a friend, but I'm also a fan of your work, right? Uh, and I think the stuff that you give to your tribe is next level stuff and for the i mean the folks who watch you they know it but i just want everybody to know from uh, from the, the united states from this side of the of the pond uh simone vincenzi is, is really setting the standards for others to follow and and uh, like i said not only am i a friend but i'm a fan of your work i appreciate it it, it means a lot because there is a lot of work which is put behind yeah. the scene and i think that when uh, you are when we are on the same side like i know the work you're putting out behind the scene you know the word that i put out behind the scene and there is that mutual respect on right you know what it takes to to do it and uh, talking about uh, do doing what it takes right yep. uh, what uh, we decided to talk about today is uh, self-leadership in particular for and self-motivation in particular for leaders yep. a lot of the people that are listening uh, or watching to, today they are leaders they need to show up yep. every single day i was having a right. conversation with uh, um, with another podcast guest which actually we decided to postpone uh, the, the, the interview that was supposed to be today as we are recording unfortunately mm -hmm. her cousin passed away and uh, she, she just put like something out there like i'm still going to show up but it's not easy sure and if we think this in the context of what's happening globally there are a lot of people that uh, they had to keep to keep a brave face going out there supporting their clients supporting their families supporting everyone around them and mm -hmm and maybe have very little space for themselves or not having that motivation of, oh my God, I need to do this again and becomes a chore. Right. Uh, that's the conversation I would love to have with you. So when, when we start, I start with you, when you have those moments where we're all human beings, so I'm assuming that you, you might have some of dark moments too um, yeah. as a human being, how do you keep yourself motivated to show up? Yeah, man, I think it's an amazing question, especially now when we start to think about where we are with the pandemic. And, you know, you guys know from, uh, uh, you know, the UK and the Europe side and from the US side, 
you know, people are losing their business and people are losing their jobs and people are losing. And what is it for, for me and what's the guidance? You know, one of the things that I think is really exciting about the, the, the work that we do is we should have a vision of what 2020 was supposed to look like for us. I mean, one of the things that I do as a best practice, Simone, and I've been doing this for years, is I try to end my year by the end of November. Right. And then in December... I, I reflect on what the year was and, and my successes and my failures and my mistakes and, uh, you know, what I didn't attain. Mm -hmm. And then I write the goals for the next year and come January 1st, I take December to do that. January 1st, I start 2020 and I now work the new goals that are happening. Uh -huh. one, of the things, one of the things that I think is important for us as leaders, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as, as you know, as workers, as influencers, is we need to have a vision of where we're going because otherwise it's just the, the days turns to weeks and the weeks turns to months and the months turns to years and, mm -hmm. and we haven't gotten anywhere. People will say all the time, and I'm going to babble a little bit, but people will say all the time, Simone, where did 2019 go? I don't know where it went. It went so fast. Well, it went in 365 days. It went in 52 weeks. It went in 12 months. But because you had no vision, because you didn't set any goals, 2019, 2020 lived you, and you didn't live 2020 or 2019. So back mm, to so your true. question, when we think about how do I keep myself motivated, I tried to stay true to the vision. The vision was developing new leadership content. The vision was bringing myself to the next level of my uh, education. The, the vision was creating a new book that I wanted out by October of this year, uh, creating a masterclass, a 12-week masterclass mm -hmm. on self-mastery uh, and how to get into developing more confidence, so on and so forth. So as the challenges started to work where we're losing clients and losing customers and losing business, the vision still has to be there. And you've got to be true to the vision and make sure that you complete the year with the heights that you wanted to. Again, we have to be able to live the year and not let the year live us. Uh, this is so powerful. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of people going back to what you said, something that you said at the beginning, you start, uh, you end your year in November. Well, a lot of people will end their year in December and use January for planning and the year has already started. <laughs> so what you're doing, you're like being already a month ahead from a, yeah. a lot of others. And I think that's mentally makes it different things because there is a new beginning. And when you are starting something in this new energy that happens in the first of the year, you're already going ready to take action instead of what am I going to do? That, it does say, what am I going to do? And using that as a reflective time. And, and you know, I've been, do, I mean, I've been doing that for about 15 years now. And uh, you know, but because to me, it's really important that we have a vision of what 2020 looks like. You know, every year I set an amount of money I want to make. Every year I set, you know, different uh, short-term goals, long-term goals. And throughout the year, you know, for us to be successful as leaders, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we've got to know where we're heading. And, you know, if we don't know where we're going, we're already there. We don't have to do anything. And I think that that's where the challenge comes in. So you started your year, uh, your vision, and you put your vision out in November 2019. Uh, I don't, was your vision predicting a pandemic just out of curiosity <laughs> and all the riots? <laughs> no, it wasn't, no, no pandemic, no, it wasn't adding 10 pounds. It wasn't part of the vision, you know. 
but uh, you know, but you have to, but those are the obstacles. Those are the speed bumps. You know, you know what else I wasn't predicting. I wasn't mm. predicting losing clients and customers. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. as we now start to think about people losing their job, they know they don't need people like us. We're, we're still here and we're still influencing, but mm. I, I, that wasn't a plan. So how do I adjust my plan now? You know, I said earlier that I set an amount of money that I want to make every year. Well, I know I'm not going to hit that this year and, and I shouldn't be doing that because everybody needs to worry about making the ends meet and feeding their families and so on and so forth. Right. Um, but we've got to be able now that those are the speed bumps. Those are the challenges. Those are the mm. failures. You know, it just so happens that, uh, uh, you know, uh, the riots and the disobedience and that's, that's a speed bump and the COVID-19 that's a speed bump, but we have to be true and we have to continue to grind. It's easy for me to sit at home and with my pillow and my blanket and, and uh, just be, uh, uh, you know, uh, sleeping all the time, or we use this opportunity to be as successful as we can be. And for everybody out there that's listening to this, you have to be able to know that the year isn't going to stay this way. Yeah. Even if we get to the end of the year and the COVID-19 virus is still, you know, uh, you know, getting to our friends and getting to our peers, we still have to be able to come out on the other side. And we don't know how strong we are until our back is against the wall and we stay two-fisted till the very end and we fight through it. So how do you then stay true to your vision? Because you, you mentioned something really important. You develop your vision and uh, everything else that happens in the way is a speed bump for you to reach, uh, that isn't in the way for you to reach that vision. Uh, there are speed bumps and speed bumps, right? There are some yeah. speed bumps that sometimes they feel like climbing a, a mountain. And there are some speed bumps that they're like, oh, okay. I can I can pass it quite easier. So either yourself or something that you did for your clients, what can you do or can people do to stay true to their vision in this moment where is the most difficult thing to do? Yeah. And I think that that's a really good question. Sometimes you've got to, you've got to uh, use an American football term. You got to, you got to fall back and you got to punt. Right. And then, you know, you got to give the ball back. Right. And when this happened, I mean, as you, I mean, I think you and I, uh, when we first talked, you do something like 220 events a year or something. You speak, <laughs> yeah. you know, over 200 times a year, uh, which is crazy. Again, I got to keep up with Simone. Right. But um you know, how are we doing that now? We're not going to conferences anymore. We're not going to events. We're not having people come face to face. So now when we think about that as an obstacle and being true to the vision, you know, I usually speak about a hundred times per year. Mm -hmm. um, well, I, I probably now will speak about 70 or 60 times per year by the time it's over. But instead of it being face to face now, I had to change the platform to do it virtually. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, you just kind of change your processes a little bit. So what is the ultimate vision? You know, I want to write another book this year. So I'm still writing that book. Again, the masterclass I wanted to create, it's taken me the whole year to create a 12 week course. I've got mm -hmm. to continue through that process because at the end of it, I have to be true to myself. I have to be yeah. true to my, to my, to my, to my self-development. I've got to be true to the people who I inspire and who I motivate. There are people that are still following us, Simone, and they need us now more than ever for inspiration and motivation and, and to help them stay self-motivated. And if we give up, then we fail the people who need us the most, you know, and yeah. uh, we, we got to make sure that we stay on top of that. It is really important. And I think we, we are in an, but not just in this industry, 
but globally, we tend to inspire each other. I, we look at someone else and they show up, they give us permission to show up or they give us sometimes permission, sometimes that kick in the ass to play a okay. bigger game or forget uh, or just like change the focus instead of thinking about the problem, thinking about, as you mentioned, the things that you can create, writing the right. book, creating the course, doing the online presentation and so on. So, yeah, and I think that, you know, I think that that's really important. And, you know, you talk about that people, you know, they invite us to, to show up or, and, but we want to be able to make certain that we're able to just continue to be the inspiration for the people. You know, sometimes it's envy, right? I got to tell you, man, 200 events per year. I mean, not only am I a, a friend, but I'm a fan, but it makes me want to do better in my business when I watch mm-hmm. people like you, right? And, and hopefully that's what we're doing. I think, I think that's exactly. And that's why we are having the show. That's why you have your show. That's why you have your books and to give that, to give someone else that extra edge. Because right. I think we all, we all need it. We all need it. There are those moments where we can just like be comfortable right. in what we create and then thinking it's going to last forever. I don't know if you've ever been there. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is going great. It's going to last forever. And then two months down the line, it's falling apart. <laughs> yeah. But we've got to be prepared for that. You know, we've got to be, and again, you know, the year isn't going to go, every year isn't going to go as you planned it. And it, it's how you, uh, you know, what plan B is. You know, one of the things I hear all the time, and it really kind of, uh, I don't like it. You know, people will say, uh, if you have a plan B, uh, you weren't committed to your plan A. Mm. Well, you know what? Even when I was in the military, when I jumped out of an airplane, I carried two parachutes. <laughs> and, I was, and I was glad that I had a plan B, right? So uh, sometimes you just got to know that, that obstacles and, and things are going to happen. And you need that parachute that's on your chest because the one on your back didn't work very well. And, uh, but that's, but that's part of this, you know, that's part of change management. That's part of crisis management, you know, and that's part of, of leadership is sometimes the plan doesn't go according to, you know, the blueprint. And sometimes you got to tear it up and you got to do it again, you know, and that's just the way it is. Is there some things that, so you mentioned already uh, being focused on your vision. What else do you do to um, focus on the things and like make, it, make sure that you are productive, uh, that you're prolific with your content? Uh, is there any habits or other things that you're doing to manage your life and your day uh, better that helps you perform at the level that you perform? And I think that it's talking to the people who follow you. I mean, I, I just don't share what I think, uh, what, what I think people want. Uh, you know, I send out surveys and I, and I listen to the chatter and I have a, a Facebook group and I, and I pose questions and I listen to the people who are really, um, you know, you and I, we've gained a certain amount of experience and we've gained a certain amount of knowledge over our career, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I want you to remember this formula, it's mistakes, reflection equals wisdom right Mm -hmm. and there are people who you know when you know people say well chris you're so together and you're so smart and you're so motivating if you'd have seen me when i was 25 years old i was a kid who was dumb and and no experience and so it takes you time to get there sometimes i forget what -hmm. it was like to be 25 years old and 30 years old and the things that are hurting them and the things that they're feeling, you know, is this what my life is? And I thought I would be further along by now and I'm in a dead end job and what am I supposed to do? And, 
Well, that, that takes me back to a time where I experienced that. Now I'm able mm -hmm. to give that guidance to say, so instead of doing a class on uh, developing your executive presence, I'm doing a class on developing your career progression. So it, yeah. really, it really isn't what I think I need to bring to somebody's attention as much as what they need to bring. Now, number two is I follow people like you. I follow people like, you know, Tony Robbins. I follow people like Gary Vee. I follow people mm -hmm. because, again, they're motivating and they have their pulse on what's going on. So when we think about it from our standpoint, I could sit here and I could just come up with all my own content. But when you look at the influencers who are in the business and, uh, you know, uh, I look at the work you do and I look at the, you know, the, the messages you have and I think, how are my people going to look at that? And how are they going to feel about that? Hmm. And then from there, I need to think about my own knowledge. And am I in a place where I can deliver that content? You know, when you talk about delivering executive presence, if you're a 26 year old coach, um, what do you know about delivering executive, you know, creating executive <laughs> presence? But there are things that I, there are things that I may not know that now I've got to think about, well, that will be good for my people. But what do I got to do to give it to them the best way? And and mm -hmm. and we have our specific styles of doing it. You know, I'm a I'm a hands guy. You know, just like you, I'm being Italian. I'm a hands guy. I got to move. Yeah. Thank you. You know, you have some some Italian some Italian genes in you, of course. <laughs> and I don't know how you're not moving your hands. You must have. You must be handcuffed. I mean, I no, I'm actually it. moving them. I'm actually moving them. But it's the camera which is cutting them off, which is oh, okay. weird. So you might. <laughs> I need to put them up like this. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. But um, so that's how you stay current. You know, that's how you stay relevant. And, and you know, one of the things that we have to do, and, and, you know, you think about it from, you know, we talked about vision and we talked about goals and we talked about plans to reach the goals. But we have to think about part of our, our, our goals for the year is how do we grow ourselves to the next level, right? I, I want to continue, you know, John Maxwell calls it the law of process. Leadership doesn't develop in a day, but it, it develops daily. And every year I want to grow. You know, it's funny. My daughter is uh, 23 years old. Mm -hmm. She just graduated from college with a psychology degree. And she wants to take a master's degree program. And she wants to do like human resources management or yeah. organizational leadership. And I said to her, I said, well, how about if I, I take the class with you? Let's do it together, you know? And uh, she goes, well, why would you do that? Why would you want to go to school for another two years and, and you know, put yourself in, in you know, another debt of college and university? And I said, because I'm not like you. I'm not doing it because I have to do it. I'm doing it because I want to I learn want to the material. Yeah, for, for and her, she's like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean you want to learn it? <laughs> um, so, that would be so cool, though. I that think so. Be... And I'm... And she's, I think she's a little intimidated um, and I'm trying like, to talk her into I, it. I, want, I don't want to, I don't want to go to college with my, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to take my master or my degree with my dad. I want to go yeah. there, have fun. Not be, <laughs> that's probably what's going through her mind. If I have to think about how was I when I was 23, if my dad would have said, oh, I go to university with you and my mom, I'll say, I'll change, I'll change it. I just, <laughs> no disrespect, but. <laughs> So, uh, I, actually, you mentioned before, Chris, 25-year-old uh, Chris, 30-year-old Chris, uh, was a very different position and a very different person. What were you doing when you were, let's say, like 30 years old? Yeah, well, I was in the uh, United States Air Force. 
I went into the Air Force when I was 19 years old and I spent 12 years, um, you know, you know, being part of the, you know, the service and I enjoyed it. I, it was a good time. Uh, you know, I had the opportunity to travel around the world. I had the opportunity to meet new friends, but it, it really didn't give me the opportunity to grow. Uh, I was very, very self-centered. I was very egotistical. Um, I thought I knew more than I, uh, than I did. You know, I wrote a book last year that came out was part of my goals was um, with, with some of my peers, mm-hmm. um, uh, advice, uh, dear younger self, my advice to you. And yeah. pardon me, if I had a time machine and we could step back in a time machine to go see our 25 year old self, what would be the piece of advice we would give ourselves that would help our journey to be quicker? Mm-hmm. And my advice to myself would be, you're not as important as you think you are. You know, <laughs> shut up and listen more. And uh, so when you look at, you think about my younger self, um, I thought I knew it all. I thought that I had all the answers. I thought that I was, you know, that I was the best version of myself that I could be. And I was really just immature and egotistical and stupid. Uh, And it wasn't until I got to my mid thirties that I didn't realize, that I realized that I wasn't being as successful as I could be. What made you realize that you were so self-centered? Was that something like an episode or a person that helped you um, realize that and change it? You know, I think really it was, uh, I was married and wound up getting divorced. And, uh, you know, when you have that uh, experience to say that you're not a good spouse, um, it makes you it makes you realize that maybe you're not as important as you think you are and maybe mm-hmm. you're not as and it makes you kind of sit back uh you know at the time my daughter and uh was young and uh you know I didn't get to she didn't get to grow up in my house mm-hmm. um so it makes you reevaluate who you are as a person it makes you reevaluate uh who you are as a professional and it was around that time frame where you have to start to recreate yourself. You know, Muhammad yeah. Ali's Muhammad Ali's got a great quote that says, if you're the same person at 50 as you were at 25, you've wasted your life. And yeah. uh, I needed to kind of change my life. So that was a big catalyst. Well, th- thank you for sharing. And uh, I know definitely that this kind of experiences in that moment, they break you. Um, yeah. But then they, you, you were able to recreate yourself and i can just imagine just like slightly think on how that could be because um i mean i went uh, we had a rough time with my wife and particularly in the first year of marriage and we went to couple counseling uh fortunately we were able to sort the issues uh, but i felt really um inadequate as a human being or felt really bad as a human being because oh i'm not able to be a good husband and that we've been just married for one year everyone is talking about the honeymoon period and here we have all just problems mm-hmm. and so yeah it, it is a it is a i shifted so much in the past like two years since we started that process because we've been just married for yeah. three years at the moment of this interview so it's not been a long a long time but i can say i'm a very different person and uh, it was sure. one of the most painful things but it was worth it. Um, and I can just, yeah. that's a glimpse of probably what you had to go through. And it's the same thing now. I mean, now that was your, you had, a, you had your mistake, you had your reflection, and now you got your wisdom on what it takes to be a successful. 
and you know you share a lot of your relationship uh, on your social sites and your holidays and you know your beautiful wife when you when you put her on uh, you know, <laughs> yeah the she's not happy sites. about that <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the lesson that you had over that first year has allowed you now to blossom into the next level of who you are as a husband. And I think that those are the lessons. It's, it's, it's okay when we hit the speed bump. It's okay when we have the obstacle. It's not okay when we don't do anything about it. Hmm. I know you're doing a lot of work now, in particular with millennials, because they are going to be the next generation of leaders. Now we were talking earlier. Um, where, what do you see in particular from, like, from your standpoint um, that millennials, uh, either as a generation or if you want to go a bit more specific in a case-by-case scenario, they would have to improve or to have in order to become effective leaders? Yeah, well, first, the thing that I had to do was, was I had to get out of my mindset of who I was as a leader. And, you know, I'm a generation, I'm a Gen Xer, right? And mm-hmm. I, I was trained by the baby boomers. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I had to work for the baby boomers as I was a young adult in the workforce. And they formed my uh, work ethic. They formed my professionalism. They formed my commitment and dedication to the job. Mm-hmm. And that allowed me to grow my leadership knowledge. Now, as a, as a leadership expert, Um, I had to be able to change that thought process to interact with the millennials because that's not how they're going to lead, right? So that was number one. Mm. Then I needed to find out where their struggles were. So from those struggles, you know, they're having trouble um, inspiring their younger generation, right? And now we talk about motivation and now we talk about how to motivate that their next generation. Um, So I really had to be able to disconnect myself from my foundational leadership knowledge, my foundational professional knowledge. And then I had to ask them, well, what are you seeing as the challenges that you have to be able to face? And then I've been able to develop those custom presentations for them to fix for their younger workforce. Um, And it's been a really interesting process. A lot of people who are in this space who have this wisdom and had this knowledge are saying, this is the way that you have to be. Well, no, because you're you're training a different generation of leader who's training a different generation of worker. Wow. Uh, So whatever, what have been some of the differences? Because I I believe, I, I love what you said about the, not only, I think there are a lot of people that will stop thinking about how could I train the next generation of leaders without uh, going the, the, the step further, which is because they are going to be training another generation where they better know very little about. Right. So uh, what differences have you found in uh, like leadership styles from, for example, let's say your generation and the, the millennial generation. Yeah, yeah. So my generation was really, a, it was command and control. It was leading from a position of authority. I'm the boss and you're going to do it because I'm the boss. And that's just mm-hmm. the way that it is. Um, the way that the, the millennials are leading, they're leading more of, uh, of from a service standpoint. They're trying to lead from a uh, position of um, uh, group leadership. 
um, more of a, a discussion with the workforce to say, be part of this. And I think that that's really kind of working well for them. But I think that then they have trouble with, um, uh, they're having trouble then with uh, discipline because some of the people don't want to, or they want to try to lead that or, or take over the group mentality. And they're now trying to put in a level of discipline that's not going to work with those younger generation. And where I'm now giving them some guidance is in the sense of saying, let's talk more about coaching them than talking about disciplining them. Because, you know, you're, we're, not their, we're not their parents, right? And I just said this yesterday. Somebody said to me uh, in, a, in a company I'm working with, they said to the, the leader, they said, so now you're going to punish us. And I kind of stepped in and said, well, wait a minute, let's talk about this. But I just want to talk about that word. We're not your parents. We're not here to punish you. We're, we're, we, we got a business to run. And let's talk about this, the business of, of why this decision <laughs> is important, right? Yeah. But that's the mentality. The mentality is that, you know, you look at us like we're your parents. We're not your parents. We're partners. You know, just because mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm the president and CEO of a company doesn't mean that uh, my job is any more important than your job. If you don't do the work that you're doing, I can't sign the checks at the end of the week. Yeah. And I think we forget that sometimes. So, Is there something in particular that uh, uh, the millennials can learn from your generation? Because you said uh, that there are differences. And I think that th- there is a, like a process of integration. It's not that your generation was all bad in leadership and the millennials are all good in leadership or vice versa. Uh, if there is one thing, like one aspect from your generation that a millennial can take on board that could make them even better leaders? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's an amazing question. And I really think it depends on the topics that we're talking about. Is there is there one thing? You know, I think the one thing that I can give them is, again, they've got to grow themselves. They can't be stagnant in who they are as leaders. I think that's one of our biggest failures, Simone. You, you know as well as I do, because we've had discussions about this in our past, self-leadership is, is, is yeah. uh, very, very hard, and it's very overlooked. Self-motivation, it's another thing. Um, I got to get up and motivate myself every day. I've got to make sure that I'm setting the standard for others to follow. I got to make sure that I'm the role model to those people. So I think that that's the one thing that has to be consistent across the generational leaders Mm-hmm. is that we've got to be able to be self-motivating and we've got to be able to think about how are we growing ourselves and, yeah. and when's the last time you read a book or when's the last time you went to a conference or you know you people are watching this podcast for a reason they're watching this video cast for a reason and hopefully it's not the fact that we give them knowledge simone we've got to be able to inspire them to take action with the information that we share with them. Yeah. And I want to challenge, I want to challenge the people who are listening to this. If you don't have a goal right now, we're talking about June. We're in six months, the, the sixth month, we've got six months to the end of the year. Yeah. Give yourself a goal for the next three months and then give yourself a goal for the, the three months after that. So give yourself a three month goal, give yourself a six month goal. And, and I'm going to give you a specific topic. The topic is going to be growing your professional and personal development. Do something for yourself. Two little goals. Maybe it's taking a class at the university. Maybe it's taking a, a master class. Maybe it's uh, writing your own journal. But, but do something for yourself. And I want to challenge your tribe to do that. What we're going to do, uh, we're going to also give them, if you don't mind, your email address at the end. So then people can email you once they've written the goal, they can email you. 
so they can yeah. you you can kick their ass. <laughs> yeah. You I'm can give them account. I'm happy, to, happy to consult with them too on that. You know, and it would really be good, Simone, if we can get you know some of your folks who are interested. Maybe we do a case study. Maybe we get them on that this show good. with us, and we, and we help coach them, and we help you know kind of take them through that process. I think that would be really cool. And one of my goals, really, I, I got to tell you, and this was a couple of years ago, and we tried to plan it. Actually, I, when I was coming to the UK, you were actually in Miami. So when was that? That was uh, a year ago. <laughs> it was last yeah. year. It was last year yeah. in May. Um, I want to be able to come out there to UK and do some uh, classes for you, for you guys, and, and kind of speak to your people. So. You know, that's one of the goals that I want to do. But with that said, you know, let's let's get some of the people who are interested. They can let's shoot me that. an email yeah. and let's collaborate on that. Maybe we could do a little uh, get together and do a little three-way coaching on this. And But, you know, we want to be able to make certain that we can grow as people, we can grow as leaders. And, uh, you know, we just need to make sure that we keep our hands in the pie to do that. Absolutely. So, everyone, two goals, Okay. One for your personal and one for your professional development. What are you going to do for yourself for the next like 90 days? And then you have another 90 days. You got six months. We got six months. It's going to be, we're going to make this count. And it is in particular a time in history. It came in the conversation. It started coming in the conversation that we are having with Chris. A time in history where there is a period like this is great for reinventing yourself is great for creating a, the new you to upgrading who you are because we are going to be living in probably a different world in which we were living before a different situation it might be a different economy different rules different ways of engaging with each other and so those changes are going to happen how equipped are you to be able to be focused on your vision and keep going with your goals. And that's why investing in yourself and your development is really important. Uh, what are you working on at the moment, Chris? What kind of projects? So you mentioned you have a few projects going on. Well, tell us a bit more about what you're working on. Yeah, so I'm trying to develop, I talked about this, you know, I think that self-motivation, self-confidence, self-esteem, um, whatever, you know, developing kind of this class on um, bringing people out of their comfort zone, out of their shell. Um, because one of the things that I've come across a lot lately in my coaching clients is their feeling, you, you said the word perfectly a, a few minutes ago, inadequacy. And, you know, even in this time of, of uncertainty, um, people are starting to be internalized. They're, they're not interacting with their friends or not interacting with their peers. Um, there's a little bit of stir crazy of people who are in the house. And, you know, I saw the picture with you and your hair almost down to your back. I mean, you, you didn't get a haircut for so long. I don't know how you, you were living that way. But, um, but I've noticed that people are having problems with their own self-confidence, their own self-esteem. Mm -hmm. They don't know where their values are. They don't know where their beliefs are anymore. So I want to be able to develop this course. And I, I'm setting it up for 12 weeks, but it may be six weeks of one day a week, we do a, uh, a webinar with this group. Uh, and then we are going to have homework assignments, we're going to kind of develop those homework assignments, I want to help create individuals create their individual vision, and really kind of prepare them if I do this right, what I talked about earlier about my plan of uh, ending in November and December and reflection and starting 2021. I want to be able to take this group as I develop this course 
into that process. So we're going to talk about developing self-confidence, self-esteem, uh, your values. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, negative self-talk, you know, strengthening your um, uh, subconscious mind. Then we're going to develop a vision and goals and plans. So when 2021 starts, everybody's ready to move along. I'm also working on the next uh, book. Uh, my brand is Ultimate Leadership. Mm-hmm. And the book I'm working on right now is Ultimate Coaching. I think coaching as a leader is one of the most important aspects for the success of an organization. Yeah. You know, we have to be able to, uh, we do our work through other people. My success as a leader is determined by the success of the workforce, how engaged, satisfied, and productive they are. And if I'm not investing myself into their growth and their development, I'm not going to be successful. And we do that through coaching. So I'm hoping to have that in, in November. And uh, every so often, you know, I'll pick up a book and read. Every so often, I'm trying to get better at basketball. So when I come out there to the UK, I can take you one on one. That's uh, things like that, man. All right, that's brilliant. So if someone wants to reach out to you, uh, learn more about your program, uh, about your book, uh, what's the best way? And also uh, send you send you their goals that we have been, we have been discussing so far. Um, what's the best way to reach out to you? Yeah, uh, my email address is chris at chrissabalero.com. Maybe you could put that up. It's, it's hard to spell like uh, Simone Vincenzi, but Ray. Um, so we could put that up, chris at chrissabalero.com. Uh, my website is uh, chrissabalero.com. I got a podcast, the Ultimate Leadership Podcast. Go ahead and check it out online. And I'm on all the social sites, so go ahead and follow me. But uh, send me your emails. I answer every email. Um, I'm very honored to get them. I mean, who the heck am I that you want my advice, right? But uh, I'm happy to give it. And uh, I'm going to look forward to your goals too, Simone. So make sure you send them. All right. I'll send, I got to send them too now. So I'll send you the goals. Chris at chrisabolero.com. You will find that the link is in the show notes and in the description as well, depending on where you're watching or listening uh, this episode. And uh, make sure you reach out. I will highly recommend to subscribe to Chris podcast. Uh, it, is, uh, it is incredible. I've been uh, listening to his show for years. Uh, I've been a guest uh, uh, on, on the show. I highly, highly recommend it in particular because even if you think, well, but uh, I'm not teaching leadership, that's fine. You don't have to teach leadership to be a good leader. Because at the end of the day, leadership is a skill that you need, whether you are with your family, whether you are with your friends, whether you are with your, in your work, with your clients. So I highly, highly recommend to subscribe to the show, listen to the episodes, listen to what Chris and the other guests have to say, because then that's one, that might be one of the things that you're doing to, to build your development, right? right. <laughs> you listen no, to Chris' right. podcast <laughs> and then that's one of the gold thing. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, thank you very much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. My honor, my honor. And I'm welcome to come anytime you need me, I'm coming back. All right. Oh, we're definitely going to arrange. Uh, I will put something out there to arrange like the three-way coaching call. Uh, that, I, I think that'd be awesome. We've we never done something like this on the show. I think it would be brilliant. So I'll yeah, I think it'd be cool. Out there. Put something out there. See who's interested and we'll make that happen. Um, make sure you reach out to Chris uh, and thank you again for watching. Thank you again for listening. I'm looking forward to seeing you to the next episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. And remember that together we grow exponentially. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. 
Every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us and that's how we, you can help us grow the show. Also remember to download the expert business checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. So it's gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. And as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially.